0: Hey, beautiful listeners, welcome to the first ever episode of Live, Love, and List 10. I'm Carla, your host for this podcast, and thanks for joining me here. I'm so excited to finally, finally roll this out, something that I've been cooking up for the past month as my birthday project this year. Speaking of celebrations, for the first episode of my podcast, I've decided to talk about something else that should be celebrated the fact that I've survived another year of singlehood. Now, before you roll your eyes and tell me I'm being a hypocrite for saying so, you may want to stay tuned and listen because that's exactly what we're going to talk about. The 10 Misconceptions About Single People Like Me. As for the other single fellas out there, I have news for you. We may be single, but we're not alone. It's true. There are millions of people like us. In the Philippines, there are 34.8 million Filipinos who were never married as of 2015. And interestingly enough, this figure is around 3.5 million higher versus 2010. That is according to an article in inquire.net published in February 2020. Before you say the data's a bit outdated, the Philippine Statistics Authority only conducts a population census every 10 years, so we'll just have to wait a few more years before the new data comes in. And yes, I know that never married does not necessarily mean single because they may be in a girlfriend or boyfriend or fiancé stage, but I'm sure there's a good proportion of that that represents those who are not in any relationship whatsoever. Which makes me wonder, if there are millions of people like us, why does S, which stands for single, seem to be the new scarlet letter? I could only think of one reason why, and that is because there are a lot of misconceptions about single people. Let me list down 10 of them. Number one, we're always miserable and lonely. Emphasis on the always. So here's a true story. A few years ago, before I underwent a major surgery, I decided to go to confession because I figured if I die on that hospital bed, I want my soul to be cleansed, right? Now I know I've said in the trailer that I'm not going to talk about religion. I won't. I'll just share something that happened to me in church. So there I was, in the confession booth, feeling all solemn and bearing my soul to the priest. While I was in the middle of my sin rant fest, the the priest cuts me off and asks how old I was and if I was married. I had no idea why those things would be relevant, but I obligingly replied and told him my age at that time, which was 34, and that I'm single. His response almost made me break one of the Ten Commandments right there and then. He said, Ah, no wonder you're sad. Um, Father, I don't recall in any part of our conversation that I said I was, inc- I was sad. Or was it automatic that people who go to confession are sad? I would have understood it if he said, Ah, no wonder you committed this or that. But no, he said, sad. I wanted to tell him, yes, father, I'm sad, but it's not because I'm still single in my mid-30s. It's because I'm sick, and I'm about to have my gut cut open in a few days. But instead, I just let that comment slide, I asked God to forgive him for being judgmental, and then I left after he gave his final blessing. To that priest whom I wasn't able to identify, and for other people who think like him, newsflash. Just because we're single does not mean we're sad all the time. And yes, we do get lonely sometimes. From my personal experience, I've had those Bridget Jones moments. You know, that scene when she belts out all by myself while drowning in on wine, but I guess in my version, it would be bottles of coke. And yes, we also long for the benefits that a relationship gives us. But that does not mean that we're always feeling that way. There are plenty of things to keep us busy in this mad, mad world. Things that do not necessarily require someone attached to our hips. On the flip side, I know plenty of people who are in a relationship but who wish they have their alone moments as well. Some, even to the extent of fishing, they are back to, so- to flying solo again. Besides, after finally managing to pry myself out of a 5-year super toxic relationship, I've never been happier. But more about that later. Number 2. You should feel sorry for us. I've lost count of the number of people who expressed their pity towards me, explicitly or otherwise, for being single. If there's one peso for each person who extended their that look, you know that look that poor you after finding out that I'm not in a relationship, I think I'd have my own beach resort right now, or maybe a few farms. For the people whose hearts are in a good place and sincerely feel bad for me. Thank you for your empathy and love. I'm not at all dismissing your concerns, but if you truly want to show how much you care for me, maybe you can look for a dashing, intelligent, faithful, single guy aged 40 and above so you don't have to be concerned about me anymore. I mean, Meghan Markle's friend set up a blind date for her and she ended up literally with a prince. Well, not now, but you get it. As for those who are using pity to mask what they really are feeling, which is, Hey, look at me, I'm better than you because I'm not single. Or those who are smug couples, please, please pair us. We do not need you to patronize us and our current status. Oh, and side note, your behavior in views may warrant a reality check. When you say you're happily in a relationship and yet you're judging people, who are not in a relationship? Who are you trying to convince? Us or yourselves? Number three, we are all bitter and unhappy for our friends and loved ones who are in successful relationships. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I truly, truly, truly celebrate true love because I know how hard it is to, ha- to find one. So why wouldn't I be happy for my friend or loved one who was fortunate enough to meet his or her true love? Admittedly, there may be times when I feel envious or wish I was in the same boat, but being bitter and unhappy for them are completely different. What's more, us third wheels get some perks too when we hang out with our friends who are in relationships like free rides, free cameraman, free food, the works. Number 4. We're all waiting for the one. I'm sorry Marisa Tomei's character in Only You, but I don't agree with you in Play-Doh when you said that we've been scattered into this earth and lived all our lives to search for our other half. I may still be in an unfulfilled quest for the best-tasting pizza out there, but not necessarily the best-tasting man, I mean, the best man. It is not to say that when I encounter someone attractive and smart, I don't wish for him to be mine. It also doesn't mean that we don't actively seek out dates or go out on dates for that matter. I don't mean that we'll live like a hermit and not get out of our cave or let anyone enter ours. I mean. That doesn't sound right, but you get the idea. What I mean is, we don't necessarily look at every guy we meet and imagine ourselves in a wedding dress walking down to the altar. Sometimes, we imagine a completely different scenario, something that I cannot share in this space right now. And then, there are people who have completely pulled themselves out of their rat race and have resigned to the fact that they'll be alone forever. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Which brings me to the next misconception. Number 5. Something is definitely wrong with us. I don't understand where people got this idea that when a person is not in a relationship, it's automatically because of him or her. That his or her flaws are so insufferable, nobody wants to be with that person. I mean, I'm not discounting the fact that that may be the case for some, but please don't put us all in that one box. Most of us are normal human beings who just happens to be single. We may be unattached, but we're not unhinged. I mean, if I also generalize and say that all people who are in a relationship are normal and there's nothing wrong with them, then please explain Ted Bundy. He was in a normal relationship while he was at the height of his serial killing spree. And he even got married while in jail. Or. Please explain men who cheat on their wives or girlfriends and or be their partners. Are you saying there's nothing wrong with them? Yes, you could argue that there are plenty of factors that contribute to a person's sanity and that being in a relationship may have nothing to do with that. Exactly! A person's civil status does not automatically equate to being normal or otherwise. Hey, we're halfway through our countdown, so I think we should take a breather first. Be back in a sec! Okay, hi again, and thanks for still being here. You're listening to Live, Love, and List 10 with me, Carla, And we're counting down 10 misconceptions about single people. If you like what you hear so far make sure to follow and never miss an episode and now let's get back to the list number six we don't try enough and number seven we try too hard i mean people make up your mind i've honestly met people who have on one hand Tell me that I'm not trying enough to get myself out there which is probably the reason why I'm still single, and then another set of people who say I may be trying too hard and I should just wait and save myself for my soulmate. I consider both as misconceptions because I don't think there's a scientific basis or a universally accepted metric to determine if someone's trying too hard or if someone's not trying hard enough. Even I have my own seasons of trying. There's the hunting season when I'm determined to get myself out there and meet men who can be friends or more. And then there's the hibernation season when I'm just too lazy to try and think, what's the point? Besides, could it be possible that there are just some people who are destined to be single forever? Again, nothing wrong with that each of us have a role in this world and maybe that's just a role that some people are built for number 8 we all have such high standards and no one can measure up i find it funny that some of those who are espousing girl power are also criticizing women who choose not to settle especially women of certain age i even heard someone saying ang choosy mo naman di ka naman dyosa. yes She said choicey. And I'm sure you've had parents or relatives who consistently nag you to marry because your body clock is ticking away. Let me put it this way. If you were just given one choice of dish or type of food to eat for the rest of your life, wouldn't you be discerning? I mean, kudos to those who can just make a choice right away, but not all of us can be as decisive. As Cher in Clueless said, you see how picky I am about my shoes and they only go on my feet. And please, don't tell us women and men who are in our 30s or so to just scrap all the standards we've set before and just settle for any breathing human being. Please don't. If that's your thing and that's what you did, then I hope you're happy with your decision. But please don't expect us to be just like that. If we want to be Goldilocks and say, this is too hot, this is too cold, or this is too soft, and this is too hard, we are free to do so. Let us be. Besides, really? After all these years of waiting, I'd end up with a choice that I made just not to be alone? I'd rather spare myself and that guy's misery. Also, you do not know someone's history. Maybe a person has high standards because he or she just got out of a relationship that did not have any standards at all. That he or she came from a toxic relationship and, as a learning, told herself or himself to set some standards so that the same mistakes won't happen again. Instead of bashing us and criticizing our choice to be (laughs) be...choicey. Shouldn't you be happy for us that we chose not to stay in that kind of relationship? Number 9. We are selfish and self-centered, so there's no room for another person in our lives. Again, this may be the case for some people, but not all of us are like this. I think that as the youngest child in my family, I have a license to be like that and I may have been occasionally, but I think there are people who can attest to the fact that I can be generous and selfless as well. And who's to say that there's not a space for another person in our lives? We may have built a nice little nook for that person, but there's no one who's still a right fit for that space right now. Number 10. We all haven't experienced a true happiness. So here's another true story. A former co- colleague of mine who was about to get married that time asked me when I would tie the knot as well. I was in a relationship at that time but it was fairly new, like just a few months. And I told her that I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get married at all. And she said, in exactly the same tone as that priest had then you'll never know the true meaning of happiness. That same colleague eventually married her boyfriend, and but I know for a fact that she's not genuinely happy. I'm not going to go into details like how I knew, as I may unintentionally give out clues, but isn't that ironic? And I do wish for them to work out whatever problems they have, but it just goes to show, marriage is not necessarily the true happiness for everyone. I know that it is for some, and again, good job, congratulations, but happiness can be found anywhere, as cliche as that may sound, and it's quite subjective. What makes you happy may not necessarily make me happy, so I don't think anyone has the right to define what true happiness is for another person. Right now though, I'm just happy that we've made it this far. Yes, we did manage to list down the 10 misconceptions about single people in my opinion. You know what's funny? When I was doing research for this topic, I've read some articles about the same subject and we seem to have similar items. This just goes to show that they are common and typical beliefs or misbeliefs that people have about single men and women. To wrap up this episode, I'll give you a... 10 word takeaway something that you'll also hear in the succeeding episodes it's just basically the key message that i hope you'll have after listening to each list for this particular one wherein we've listed down the 10 misconceptions about single people my 10 word takeaway would be being single is better than being with the wrong person And that's it. Thanks for listening to the first ever episode of Live, Love, and List 10 with me, Carla. I hope you enjoy this topic and please stay tuned for more. Till the next one, bye!